This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slips a tackle, and there he goes. It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught! Incredible play by Donald! He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know and it's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh! Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studios. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time for the end of week news. So for that, we're joined by our friend covering the Jets for NJ.com, Mr. Daryl Slater. Daryl, it's a little chillier today, but still, I like the fact that it's not snowing at least. Hopefully we are done with the snow. I am not bringing my snow shovels in from outside just yet. I will not be jinxing it for everyone. So, <laughs> all right, I'll give I'll give it till selection Sunday, the NCAA tournament, March what, 14th. And then I will bring the shovels in if there's no snow. Daryl, you're better than Punxsutawney Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. So let's talk about this press conference that happened. We discussed it on the show yesterday with Nick Spano, but I was curious if you had any under-the-radar observations because we did hit on the key points. Obviously, we know that Douglas is taking calls on Darnold. We've known that for a while, but this is the first time that Douglas actually confirmed it in public. He said that the team will be built through the draft. No surprise there. Indicated that the team needs to hit on its draft picks to be successful. As I said, that's GM speak. He can't come out and say, yes, I want to hit on my draft picks unless Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson becomes available. Then I'll trade draft picks for him. He can't say that because it's tampering. He still has Darnold, and there's no reason to give away what he wants to do and tip his hand. And then, of course, the other thing that was a key point was Marcus May talked about wanting to bring him back even after those bizarre comments that his agent made on Twitter. So was there anything else that you took away from that press conference that we didn't touch on yesterday? I think that pretty much all covers it. I mean, my read on all that is those are the three main points, I guess, you know, real quick. My read on the May thing is, you know, that's Douglas saying, hey, this is not a big deal. And it's easy for him to say that because they can just franchise tag May and kick the can down the road with when they 
um, with when they get the contract on. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure Douglas, you know, he's a very even keeled guy. So he's used to, uh, you know, agents doing things like, like Eric Burkhardt did and posturing. And it, it, it doesn't, it would not benefit Joe Douglas to get into a war of words in the media, you know, with an agent like that. So he downplayed it and which is what you expect. Um, yeah, I think the one point on May, I don't know if you guys brought this up. Maybe May, it sounds weird. Maybe Marcus May would be, uh, I wrote this, would maybe he'd be better off playing this year on the franchise tag, which the number is like the same exact as last year's safety franchise tag number, because all the numbers are down. We've been over this because of the pandemic, maybe play out the tag and then revisit this next off season, either with the jets or another team to try to get a long-term contract on when teams have more money to spend. Right. I mean, I can understand the player not wanting to play in the franchise tag. You know, the franchise tag is almost never a good thing for a player and uh, wanting long-term security and wanting it now. Um, so I get that part of it, but there's that point with, with the spending. And there's also the Justin Simmons thing, which is, I think Ian Rapport brought this up on one of his video clips that he posted on Twitter. I thought it was a good point. Um, you know, Justin Simmons is a free safety. Obviously everyone, you know, everyone knows that he's a really good player. Marcus May slightly better in PFF's ratings last year among safeties. So if Simmons gets tagged this year for the second straight season, off season, and then maybe a long-term contract gets done, does that long-term contract perhaps set the baseline um, for what Marcus May wants? So I think there's a few different angles here for for the Marcus May situation and how it might unfold. But from Joe Douglas's perspective, there's no reason to feel any pressure, regardless of what Eric Burkhardt is tweeting, because he obviously has a franchise tag. The more immediate decision for Joe Douglas involves Sam Darnold course yeah he can wait on Marcus May but I think with the Darnold thing yeah Joe Douglas was just verbalizing what he basically already said I guess in January when he wasn't committing to Sam Darnold you know when he when he didn't commit to him that basically said he's open for business and then he basically he he went out and said that yesterday um, which was a, a departure from what Douglas previously said and again like who can blame him of course he should be willing to trade this guy if you can get value for a guy who probably isn't a franchise quarterback right now, yeah, heck yeah, do it. Like, I, you know, I don't, I, I think he should totally be willing to make this deal, as I've said, you know, several times on here. So there was that. And then in terms of the Deshaun Watson thing, um, like, I, I think we talked about this before we got on the air. We, we did talk about it because it was about 45 seconds ago. Um, but uh, what do you, when you listen to a coach or a GM, or a politician or any of these people who speak in public, the one thing you have to ask yourself is like, what else would you expect them to say? So Joe Douglas saying he wants to rebuild through the draft or build through the draft is, is totally in line with what he's always said, right? If he went on there yesterday and said, we're willing to do whatever, whatever it takes to improve this team, big moves, whatever, that would be a departure. And to me, that is, that would put the antenna up like, Oh, wow. Like him saying what he said does not preclude the Jets from trading to Deshaun Watson. It's not a legally binding statement. He can go do whatever he wants. He didn't draw a line in the sand. And the other point, you know, with that is if he went and said, we're willing to do whatever it takes, like to me that, that paints him as desperate in the eyes of the Texans, right? Why not play hard to get like it's (laughs) right. It's the GM's job to do things and say things that will most benefit him in the organization, right? So what most benefits the Jets? They don't want to give up. Joe Douglas doesn't want to give up a ton of picks. Of course, he's going to say, I don't want to give up a ton of picks. Like, and of course he doesn't. He would prefer to get Deshaun Watson, presumably for less than rather than more. With Sam Darnold, of course, he's going to go on there and praise him yesterday. We think he's a great player, blah, blah, blah. We think he's got a guy. Of course he is. He think they're going to, he's going to say, we think this guy stinks. 
And then, you know, then he expects teams to line up and give him a draft call for Sam Darnold. No, no, that's not how it works. So um, you always have to look at the motivation behind what the guy's saying. And I think everything that Joe Douglas said yesterday makes logical sense. You have to look at the stuff beyond face value, as I'm sure you guys talked about um, coming out of that press conference. There's a weird conspiracy going on, Daryl, and I talked about it on the show yesterday involving Zach Wilson. There are people on Twitter suggesting that JetBlue, because Zach Wilson's uncle owns it, is spending money to prop up Wilson's draft stock. And I guess this means they would have gotten to people like Chris Sims and Joe Theismann with their bribes. Now, I think this is a funny (laughs) conspiracy. It made me laugh. But the one thing I will say is that if there is a conspiracy going on, Mel Kuyper is apparently not a part of it. He was on a media conference call. You had the opportunity to ask him a question that was Jets related. And he doesn't seem super high on Zach Wilson, at least nowhere near as high as some other people are. I get. I would think the airlines have bigger issues right now than whether they're going to be using money <laughs> to bribe people to... What is what is he going to give Chris Sims like free peanuts or whatever? I <laughs> I don't know. The other thing you got to remember is like guys like Chris Sims and Thais, well I guess Thaisman to a less of an extent because he's not really he likes the attention. But like Chris Sims, he gets paid to have like provocative opinions. He doesn't get paid to have like the same old opinion. And I and one thing worth remembering about that is I, I was talking to one of my colleagues about this earlier and I'd have to go back and check it. But Chris Sims was really really high on Lamar Jackson in that mm-hmm. draft at eighteen. He, he was higher than most on Lamar Jackson. So like, Chris Sims like, knows his stuff. Like I've talked to him several times before. He's a real nice guy who knows his stuff. So you know what? Maybe, maybe Zach Wilson does wind up being a better player than Trevor, Wilson, Trevor Lawrence. No one really knows. You know, If we learn anything from 2018, it's that conventional wisdom isn't always right. So, um, yeah, uh, who knows? I, <laughs> I had not heard that JetBlue thing. But I had asked Mel Kuyper on the call. I said, you know, you have, you have the Jets training down from two to four. And you have them sticking with Sam Darnold and passing on Zach Wilson because you obviously don't think that Wilson would be an upgrade. So why? Like, what is it about Wilson that you say he wouldn't be an upgrade from Darnold? And Mel Kuyper said that he had a higher draft grade on Darnold coming out, which, you know, I, I get. But, you know, you, you know what Sam Darnold is at this point, right, so as an NFL player. Um, the beauty of the draft is the uncertainty about Wilson. And for from Kuyper's perspective, the uncertainty runs more negative than positive because not only is there not a lot of film out there, which, you know, everyone knows about Zach Wilson is, but also one point that Mel Kuyper raised that raised was, you know, they played a really weak schedule. BYU did during the pandemic year. Um, they're an independent team. They had to patch together a schedule. Their best game was coastal Carolina. He said, which is, he's probably right. And coastal was a pretty good mid-level team this year and BYU lost the game. So I get those points. He raised another point about, pitch and catch, which maybe was a little bit of a throwaway phrase, but that raised your antenna, right? About why, mm-hmm. um, about the, about how accurate that, that phrasing was, right? Yeah, because if you watched his tape, there were a lot of tight window throws. In fact, he was the number one rated passer on tight window throws in the country. So I thought it was a bizarre comment for Kuiper to make. I'm not saying that you have to think Zach Wilson is the greatest quarterback of all time, unless, of course, you really are on the payroll of JetBlue. No one sent me a check yet, so I'm still waiting for that. But as far as the actual comment that Kuiper made, I thought that was really weird. It's one thing to talk about the level of competition. That's a common refrain. But the pitch and catch comment, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't really have a chance on those conference calls. I think 
people got to understand there's like a certain, you can ask a follow-up question, but there's a certain like media etiquette on there that a lot of people are trying to get questions in and Kuiper goes real fast and he gives his, he gives his soundbite or he gives his, his probably 45 second quote. And that really is your only opportunity. So, um, yeah, no, I guess, you know, I guess I could have, you know, followed up with him on that pitch and catch thing, but I think he, he doesn't think as highly of the, what, what he was being asked to do as, 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 as you do. But you no, know, I, I think I mean, uh, to that point, I, I think what he's probably saying there is could, could align with what you're saying, like pitch and catch. I think he more so means, you know, like a pretty simplified college offense, right? Like a Clemson offense, which Trevor Lawrence played in, uh, and a lot of these offenses are not super complex at the college level. And that's, that's one of the issues with quarterbacks coming out is like, you know, can you get them to, to read, go through their reads rather than do, you know, do that spread type stuff, which a lot of NFL teams don't do uh, and, and make it, and which is more simplified. Obviously I think that's more so what he was saying rather than that. He didn't make tight window throws. That's my interpretation of what the, the quote unquote pitch and catch um, sort of knock can be from these draft analysts. But um, you know, we got plenty of time to keep discussing all this and, and actually Mel Kuyper is going to do another call next Monday. So I don't know if I'll be able to get a question in. Like I said, there's a lot of demand for his time on those calls and they try to spread the wealth around people getting questions in them. But, um, yeah, and I don't know, I guess I could ask about something Wilson related, here, but we have a lot of time left before the draft where he's going to be doing a lot of talking about Zach Wilson, the Jets and all that other stuff. So I'm sure there'll be plenty more comments to parse. Maybe next time you can ask about Justin Fields so people don't accuse you of taking money from JetBlue, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> it's weird, though, that Kuiper would say that about Zach Wilson because it runs contrary to his colleague Jeremy Fowler's report on ESPN where he said that the Jets were very intrigued by Zach Wilson. They like his game. They believe he can really spin it. That said, he did say that the team is nowhere near making a final decision at quarterback. It sounds like to me, though, Daryl, they've more or less decided to move on from Sam Darnold unless something crazy happens. Nick Spano said on the show yesterday that his jet source told him that of all the plausible scenarios that could happen, Darnold staying is the least likely to happen. And that makes sense because when you shop a guy or when you at least let teams know he's available, a lot of times there's no coming back from that, especially in a situation like Darnold's where his confidence can't be super high to begin with. So that's what Fowler was talking about. He said there's a tier of plans, obviously, Tier number one, Deshaun Watson. Tier number two, drafting either Zach Wilson or one of the other quarterbacks, whichever one they decide is the best for them once they finish their evaluation process. And then tier three would be sticking with Darnold. Does that more or less sound like what you think is going to happen? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good point. Like once you go out and say we're listening to calls for this guy, there really is no coming back from that. Like it would be hard to envision the guy being – your your guy in week one next year once the once the GM has flat out said, you know, we're willing to trade him. They you know, they hung her for sale sign on the guy. Which they should. Again, they should do that. Like that makes perfectly reasonable sense. I think they should move on from him. Uh he's not a franchise quarterback, I don't think. And um and as far as the Watson thing, I'm sure that they would yeah, prefer that him to be their quarterback if they if they can get him for the right price. You know, if 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 the Texans somehow stick to their guns or or want uh, or somehow boost 
Watson's quote unquote value, but you know, by pitting the Jets and Dolphins against each other and say, Hey, we want four first round picks or something. Maybe that's too rich for Joe Douglas's blood. And I, I could understand that. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then maybe the Texans say we're not trading Watson. We're going to play this out. But here's the problem. Like the Texans don't need to trade Deshaun Watson by the draft. Okay. So like they can play this out and call his bluff all the way through the off season, find him to kingdom come for not showing up. It depends on how far they want to play this, right? It depends on how far they want to play this. So uh, that here's the issue there for the Jets, right? So on the flip side though, if the Jets say, all right, listen, we're moving on. We're taking Zach Wilson. That's one fewer team for the Texans to shop Deshaun Watson to, right? Of course. So the Jets and the Dolphins are the two teams that have the most to give up in terms of uh, draft picks. And once the Jets are potentially off the board, if the Texans keep waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, uh, you know, that could certainly lower the whatever the Texans could inevitably get for Deshaun Watson, right? Because mm-hmm. there's, that's one fewer team that with a, a hall of draft picks that can make a move for him. So th- it's a balancing act there. I would, I would think that something gets done if something gets done by the time of the draft. Otherwise the Jets have to, and Joe Douglas has to say, look, we, we can't sit around and wait on Deshaun Watson. They can't just say, oh, we're not going to draft the quarterback because we're going to try to trade for Deshaun Watson in June. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like who, who knows? That may not happen, right? So um, that's the needle that Joe Douglas has to thread here. And Peter Schrager throwing some fuel on the fire this morning on Good Morning Football, saying that he believes that the number two pick could be more valuable than the number one pick. I'm not sure I understand why that would be, considering that the number one pick you could get literally anybody you want, and the number two pick you couldn't get get literally (laughs) anybody you want. So I'm confused. But this is what he had to say. I think the number two pick is maybe even more valuable than the number one pick now because you have Sam Darnold and the Wilson buzz. I'm excited to see how it plays out. I don't know what they do yet, but I don't think they can make a wrong decision. They certainly are putting the time in to make the right decision. And he said earlier in that segment on Good Morning Football, this was not even a question a couple of weeks ago. Everybody thought Lawrence would go one and the Jets would either trade back or go with a different skill position player. Now the Wilson thing is real and adds a wrinkle to it. He said that teams have been calling not just about Darnold, but about what the Jets could do at number two. Apparently a lot of teams intrigued about Zach Wilson and could be looking to trade up for that pick. So if the Jets do decide to go with Darnold, it sounds like Ian Rappaport of NFL Network might be correct if what Schrager is saying is true, that the Jets could get a number one pick type of haul if they were to trade out. So they may not love Sam Darnold, but they could get an offer that's just too good to refuse and then stick with him basically by process of elimination, which would go back to what Nick Spano said, which is that it's the least likely scenario, but I guess it's not impossible. You know, it's, there's always oh, such a thing as overthinking this, right? <laughs> I think I did a little mock draft last week of like, okay, so you got to, if you're Joe Douglas, you just have to go with your own evaluation here. If you agree with these other teams that Zach Wilson is a great player, who would be worth that trade-up thing, then draft the guy. Stop overthinking it and thinking – you don't win games with these, like, draft – with just draft picks, right? I mean, I understand that – look, I get it. I, you know, more draft picks you have when you're rebuilding, especially when you have a lot of roster holes, is a good thing, right? But, like, you just got to keep accumulating draft picks, and, like, eventually you have to use these to get good players. And you have the number two pick, which you, quote-unquote, earned by going 2-14 and 14 last year. So – 
if you think there's a quarterback, if you like Zach Wilson enough, um, as much as those other teams do who are willing to trade up, then just draft the damn guy. <laughs> like, I, and I don't know if Joe Douglas feels that way, but like, you have to figure out, at some point you have to figure out uh, the most important position in the sport. When is the last time a team you know, made a serious run at being a, you know, a Super Bowl champion without a legit quarterback. I mean, you have to have a legit quarterback. I mean, it's hard to just fake it and put it all together with other pieces unless you have re- like a really good defense, which the Jets don't have. So I understand like, you know, the notion that, hey, why would you um, trade all these picks for Deshaun Watson when he's only one player, even though he's a really good quarterback because you have all the other roster holes? Totally true. I get that. Um, if you take Zach Wilson and you think highly of him, you can still use those other picks to address other roster holes. You can use the cap space that you'll have to address other roster holes. Um, again, this all assumes that, that Joe Douglas really, really likes Zach Wilson. And um, I, I don't necessarily think the number two pick is more valuable than because number one pick, because Jacksonville could conceivably say, we want to trade the number one pick if all they're doing is looking to get draft picks by that mm-hmm. logic. Right. Um, so, <laughs> I would presume teams think higher of Trevor Lawrence than they do of Zach Wilson, but they, they just all know that Jacksonville is going to not overthink this and they're going to take Trevor Lawrence, of course. So, um, yeah, I don't understand. That, 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 what, that statement doesn't really make much sense, but um, I think the more interesting thing there is that teams are, are really high on Wilson potentially and uh, would be willing to move up, um, which has to be tempting for Joe Douglas. But maybe shouldn't be that tempting if if he really likes Wilson, right? Like, just go with a guy and trade Sam Darnold. Daryl, to your point about overthinking it, that strategy is what got Sam Hinkie fired as the GM of the Philadelphia 76ers, and it's what got Sashi Brown fired as the GM of the Cleveland Browns. So sometimes it's good to accumulate picks, and sometimes you just need to make a decision. We'll see what Joe Douglas does as this thing gets closer because the draft is creeping up on us, but free agency is creeping up even quicker, and there are some players that were available even before the start of free agency because they were released. One of them was J.J. Watt, who ended up signing a two-year, $31 million deal with Arizona, $23 million guaranteed. The Jets were never really in this, right? Yeah, no, nor should they have been. I mean, that that's a lot of money for J.J. Watt at this. I think what it amounts to is he really, the true guarantee there is 20, which is a lot. I mean, the guy was going to get 17 million this year, right? Um, and now he's going to get 20 million. I mean, I, it's essentially a one-year $20 million contract is, is how it works out, but um, you know, he made that good for him. I mean, uh, I, I don't, you look at the track record and the injury history and um, that's maybe too much to spend on uh, a guy. A guy like that. So it, it's funny because I saw a tweet like, oh, J.J. Watt isn't the first player to like finish his career in Arizona. Edward James, Emmett Smith or whatever, Kurt Warner. They never won a Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> just like, right? I mean, like they made the Super Bowl, obviously, but like, what has it gotten them? Like, okay, great. So like, is, has anyone said what, what did, what, how good was the team when those, te- obviously Kurt Warner did a lot of good things there. So uh, they have the pieces now with a young quarterback and DeAndre Hopkins and J.J. Watt, who knows how much he has left. So I think expectations will probably be higher. But I would have thought if J.J. Watt really wanted to win a ring um, finally after making a lot of money in his career, and I never fault the guy for taking $20 million instead of, what, 13 or 12 or whatever, but 
Uh, I, you know, Arizona is not his best shot to win a ring based on how they look last season. Um, but you never know. Look, I mean, like I remember talking to Boomer Esiason about the Brady stuff. I said, do you think Brady wins a ring in Tampa at all? Like ever? He's like, no, I don't think he does. I, I just don't think they're good enough. They won the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> you, you never know. I know Kyler Murray isn't Tom Brady in terms of the winning track record, but you know, things that are un, unexpected always seem to happen in the NFL. So uh, I suppose J.J. Watt could get his money in his ring, but, yeah, no, I mean, that number doesn't make uh, a lick of sense for the Jets to have been on. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. A lot of things happen in the NFL that are unexpected, Daryl, as you said. But one thing that a lot of people expected was for Christian Hackenberg to not make it as a pro quarterback. And unfortunately for the Jets... He didn't, never even played a down in a regular season game. Complete waste of a second-round pick in 2016 out of Penn State. But now Christian Hackenberg is back around the game. He washed out of the AAF. He's not playing, but now he's coaching. Yeah, uh, yep. He is a quarterback coach at Winslow Township High School down in South Jersey. And Atco is is the name of the town outside outside of Philly. So... Uh, yeah, he actually has a home down there. I don't know whether he lives there full time in, in South Jersey, not far from their school there. And um, remember, last summer he had said that he wanted to give uh, give it a shot being a pro baseball pitcher. I I don't know what's come of that, or you know, certainly he can still work on that um, while doing this job because obviously he'll be he'll be doing quarterback coaching stuff in the fall and presumably off season stuff. But look, I mean that's not a that's not a high demand, high money job. I mean, he's basically, uh, basically volunteering and he made a good amount of money in his NFL career. I think $2.7 million, even though again, he never played a regular season snap. 
Um, uh, he was in that AAF thing for a little bit and flamed out of that. So I think he's, he's come to grips with the fact that he's never going to play football again um, and wants to remain um, in the game. I, so that school, Winslow Township, is actually where Sean Green went to high school. And I think one of the other guys on the staff and their offensive coordinator uh, played with Christian Hackenberg at Penn State. Um, his name escapes me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that that's the connection there. Not only was Christian Hackenberg in the, in the area, but he knew one of the guys on the staff and uh, it will be coaching quarterbacks there. Um so, you, you know, look, here's the thing. Like, if people are going to make jokes about, like, oh, he wasn't any good. He wasn't, he wasn't good. So, like, how is he going to coach these guys? Well, it's, a, it's high school. Who cares? Like, just let the guy do what he wants to do, number one. Number two, like, Jordan Palmer wasn't a good player. And he makes, like, tons of money, like, as a personal quarterback's coach, right? Like, uh, like the notion that you have to be a great player. Like, Cliff Kingsbury uh, was a good, really good college player, never cut it in the, never could cut it in the NFL. And, He's an NFL head coach as an offensive guru. So like the notion that you have to have been a really good player to be a really good coach, I don't think is, is, uh, is accurate. And look, I mean, it's not like Christian Hackenberg is going to need to be coaching these guys at an NFL level at, you know, at high school in South Jersey. So uh, I would think that that school could have done a whole lot worse in terms of a guy having a track record, even, even though he didn't, he did not perform well or really at all in the NFL. So, that's uh that that's the next chapter of his career and uh he is yeah he's staying around new jersey at city area it's more so the philly area but um but that's what he'll be doing uh at least for this year daryl slater covering the jets for nj.com thanks so much for coming on as always really appreciate it for those that want to check out your work what are you working on over at nj.com and if they want to get in touch with you on social media or if somebody from JetBlue wants to send you a bribe to pump up zach wilson <laughs> How can they reach you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, at Daryl Slater on Twitter at D-A-R-R-Y-L-S-L-A-T-E-R. I, I don't know if you can DM someone frequent flyer miles, but Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm open to that. Uh, so uh, yeah. And it, it, the stuff we're working on, I, we, you know, we honestly, it's it happened a few days ago and it's kind of old news now. I don't know. Did it happen a few days ago? Tuesday night, maybe. So the Henry Anderson release uh, in light of that, I'll be doing a piece for tomorrow on, and these are familiar names to people who seriously follow the jets, but who, who else could they cut? What's their cap situation now? How can they create more? They're about $76 million right now after Henry Anderson's very unsurprising release, considering that was such a terrible contract. Um, and he didn't even come close to playing up to it. So uh, that was the one no-brainer release. So and then, now it becomes what else do they do? Um, and not just with Crowder, uh, but like w- with their line, right? Like Alex Lewis, Greg Van Roten. Um, what do they do there? Um, do they move on from those guys? How much cap space could they free up? So that, that'll be something to keep an eye on. And I'll have a little bit of a breakdown on that uh, coming up here uh, tomorrow, which is Friday already, which is crazy. Or is it not? Is it... It is Friday. I thought today was Wednesday. So there we are. <laughs> Losing track of days. Make sure that you read Daryl's work over at NJ.com. And if you are from JetBlue, as he said, go ahead and DM him frequent flyer miles or something, and he'll say plenty of nice things about Zach Wilson in the lead up to the draft. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. 
doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.